Verbally Effective with Ina Esco is an interview-style podcast that intersects art, culture, politics, and entertainment with a Memphis focus. Each week, I'm joined by a featured guest with roots in Memphis. Verbally Effective delves into each guest's personal journey to uncover the incredible stories fueling their purpose, the highs and lows of their pursuits, and how through their passion, they are moving the culture forward. Be sure to follow Verbally Effective and Ina Esco on Instagram. Also, download the Verbally Effective podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Don't forget to check out the website and submit to be a guest at verballyeffective.com. This is Dr. Chris Key, scholar, mother, girl just trying to figure it all out, sitting here with the Ina Esco on the Verbally Effective Podcast, y'all. It done written in Gary, and I want love to your listener representing. Big up Ina Esco, big up Verbally Effective. Yeah, man, Jamaica representing to the fullest. Chilani. Owned tax preparation company specializing in preparing and electronically filing federal and state income tax returns for individuals and small businesses. Contact Email Sagi Jr. with the exec tax team to provide you with the top of the line tax strategies. Contact Email Sagi Jr. today at 901 752 9152 or email ESIGEE at EDXACTTAX. Greetings, greetings, and welcome to another edition of the Verbally Effective Podcast. I'm your host, your double E, Ina Esco. You know, this podcast is all about the movers and shakers in Memphis. It intersects art, culture, politics, entertainment with a Memphis focus. I want to send a huge shout out for all of you that support the podcast. I want to shout out the Consortium MMT for allowing me to podcast in this space. And I also want to shout out my new sponsor, Emil Segee Jr. He is a tax rep with Exact Tax Group. And if you guys need some tax services, you need to hit him up at 901 752 9152. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. I got my girl in the building today. She is a female promoter. And I'm saying female promoter because I don't see a lot of them, especially in Memphis. She's also an event planner. I know you've seen her in the city of Memphis doing her thing. I'm talking about, ooh, we Nikki B, aka Nikki Bonds. Hey, lady. Hey, Ina. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on today. I'm ooh, we Nikki B, guys, one of the hottest female up and coming promoters mm-hmm. in Memphis. So y'all check me out. I got a lot of hot events uh, just with some of the biggies being trap, gala, sneak about, and the biggest, sexiest pool party of the summer. So you guys check me out. But I'm going to let you get a little bit of my business today. I usually don't tell people stuff. She is ready. I'm going to get a little bit of my business. (laughs) You know what? I have been following you on Instagram. And one of the things that I've noticed is, like I said, you do your own parties here in Memphis. Um, I don't see a lot of women doing the promotion piece of it, right? And I've been around parties for as long as I've been in Memphis. And I said, and I hit you up in your DM. I was like, I want to get you on a podcast so you can talk from a woman's perspective about this Memphis nightlife. So we're going to get all into that. But let's start at the beginning. 
What part of Memphis are you from? Oh, I'm from South Memphis. Okay. Uh, I went to Hamilton most of my life. Uh, we got blessed. My grandma won a house from the casino. Wow. And we moved to Horn Lake, Mississippi. And okay. I actually was grateful for that experience. Um, being a person from South Memphis, we didn't have a lot of opportunities. I didn't see a lot. I can honestly say until I went to Horn Lake, I never met a white person wow. um, in my life. So I think I probably met my first white person. You was a little culture like shock. You I started a store clerk okay. when I was 15, but I just got exposed to so much there um, going to Horn Lake, uh, Mississippi. So I graduated from Horn Lake, but still was True Blue, Hamilton, Major all my life, okay, in the band, all of this. No choir. <laughs> No choir. I was okay. I play a little flute, but that's about okay. it. No choir. Okay. Uh, but yeah, South Memphis, uh, DHG, DTO, Bunker Hill. Even my mom was mm-hmm. born and raised, whole family. So wow. I love my neighborhood. I love Memphis. Like, I love Memphis. Been all around, but it's really nothing like Memphis. You know what? I love South Memphis, too. I'm not originally from Memphis, but when I moved to Memphis, um, went to Lamorne on College mm-hmm. in South Memphis. So I'm, I'm all up in them ponds okay. by LOC, right? Was there like four years in the area. So I, I know what you're saying when you say you love Memphis. Now, let's talk about your high school. I know you were on the street team yeah, with Sean Gunn. Yeah. How did that come about? Oh, man. Um, For those that don't know who Sean Gunn is, tell the verbally effective okay. audience who that is. So Sean Gunn was the biggest, hottest, no ID promoter from maybe, like, I think I started working with him in 05, so he probably was around, like, 2000, probably, like, five years before I was. He was the biggest promoter. Like, no matter what school you went to, he probably mm-hmm. had about three people on his street team at this school. Uh, you were going to see the flyer. Social media did not exist then. Mm-hmm. It was strictly radio and us just hitting the streets, passing mm-hmm. out flyers um, and no ID party so was going to Crystal Palace and Skate Odyssey first and then you kind of graduate into the teenage nightclubs mm-hmm. he was the next step I went out every week he was like who is this girl with this big old smile <laughs> I was like hey <laughs> and uh, I was like I want to work for you and he was like okay I'm going to give you some flyers to pass out so I think I started at Hamilton doing it and then I went to Horn Lake so that was a whole nother market mm-hmm. that he was able to tap into the Mississippi kids that okay. had never oh, he got out. the DeSoto County yeah, so then crew he got the DeSoto County crew because I brought some people out from South Hayes and Olive Branch because I'm always a big fish in a little pond, so I got to know mm-hmm. everybody in DeSoto County just like I got to know everybody in Memphis. So it's kind of how I started off. Okay, so started off with Sean Gunn, and I know you attended the University of Memphis. Let everybody know what your major was. So my major started off as broadcast journalism, okay. but freshman year, you know, we kind of Get a taste of that adulthood, mm-hmm. and we kind of miss a little bit. Um, I started working at a hotel at the front desk, and I used to always see the ladies in sales. Love the Jamie Foxx show, so I just decided I was going to be fancy. Oh, right. <laughs> so my uh, major was <laughs> hospitality and resort management. So mm-hmm. I started off at the front desk, working my way up to sales admin. Um, from there, I went to event planner, from mm-hmm. event planner to sales manager to the director of catering and hospitality. So wow. over all the events. So I moved to Dallas, Texas to do it uh, for a minute. And so I've done uh, events up to like 5,000 people. Wow. You know, when I read your bio, I thought that was so interesting because, you know, you're not just out here being a female promoter, just wham, bam, hey, I'm Nikki B. Mm-hmm. You have a background yeah. in this field. And it's crazy because I actually had to pick um, kind of like between the entertainment industry and my nine to five. <clears throat> I'm sorry, mm-hmm. my nine to five professional job. Um, so you have some people I'm at work and then people 
come by and they're like, hey, this is Nikki B. And then you got your coworkers. They go find my Instagram. They're like, oh, <laughs> you signed the $60,000 contracts, but you got girls twerking on your Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Like, it was kind of like a conflict of interest. And even just being tired and um, not being able to give as much of my energy to the parties. By the time I get to the parties, I'm like either too tired from work and I'm kind of mm-hmm. like, uh, no, I can't drink today and really give those people that experience. So, kind of mm-hmm. had to pick between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's good to always know I got a fallback plan. And my resume is good. And I can go back into the corporate world yes. whenever I'm ready. You good anyway, Nikki B. Now, you had to make that decision. Now, I know I heard you say you went to Dallas. Yes. Tell me about your experience in Dallas. And what did you see in Dallas that you didn't see in Memphis? Ooh, I saw everything in Dallas. Uh, people always say, I hate Memphis, I hate Memphis, I hate Memphis. And it's not that I hate Memphis. It's just so much that Memphis lacks. But with me being in the hospitality and tourism industry, I know how much is coming to Memphis. Like, if you look at downtown and you see everything that's being built, and rebuilt and all of the resources that are being mm-hmm. poured in, I know within five years, like, we're going to be just as hot as mm-hmm. any other city. We'll probably still be a little bit behind, but uh, just, uh, like, Memphis day parties. Mm-hmm. What time do you think people go to day parties in like Memphis? Two-ish? Day parties don't even start in Memphis until 4. 4? It might as well be. People do not come until 7.30. The day what? party is not lit until 9. That's like the night party then. Exactly. A typical day party in Dallas, we get up at 12 at brunch by 3 o'clock. I'm like, I'm drunk off mimosas. I need a nap. Oh, my. So we're trying to bring some of the fun um, just back into entertainment, uh, nightlife. It's just not fun here anymore. Everything is so chargey-chargey. Mm. Um, it's like, uh, I want to party with these people and not those people. So trying to get some of the club owners to even go back to like, hey, I'm a promoter. We don't want to charge a cover. Like, hey, maybe just do a percentage of the bar or something mm-hmm. like that. But we just want to get people back out and let them know that the clubs are safe, they are fun, mm-hmm. and it's something to do. Um, people have been so stressed out with the pandemic yes. and COVID and money troubles. Like, we don't want you to stay in the house. We want you to get Come out and have, have fun. fun. So, trying wow. to... Make it affordable yeah. and fun and safe. It's but like, you know what? It everybody. does seem like it, people are back out. Like, we're not going back in the house anymore. Like, regardless of what happens with COVID, like, there's think, no more shut-ins. Yeah, I think especially with everybody getting the vaccine and people still passing away from the vaccine, I think that was the biggest boost of people just just be like, let me just get out and live Let me live. <laughs> let me just get out and live my life. I can't say um, when they did close all the clubs in Memphis during the pandemic, like, uh, house parties and the few lounges that were able to stay open were super crunk. You had mm-hmm. some people that just didn't want to sit down. Yeah. Me that was you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, Nikki B, I want to know, how do you move in this whole nightlife industry as a woman? And are you respected by the Ooh. men? Oh, my God. It is a tough question. Mm-hmm. Every day. I don't know if it's because I'm a woman I go in with the mindset, like, I'm a woman they're going to try this because I am a woman. It's already, like, a defense wall, mm-hmm. like, mechanism put up. I'm like, okay, I'm all business. Y'all can joke. Mm-hmm. But I have to. So I always most definitely go in and get the business done first. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a lot of guys that support me with Thomas mm-hmm. Brownlee being, like, one of my biggest supporters. Shout out Brownlee. Shout out to Brownlee. Uh, literally taught me the game. I came up under him. I was the supporting role in his operation for so long, and I was finally like, I got an idea. I want to do it. So I thank him for bringing me out. Um, him, Sebo, 
the twins. I got a lot of guys on my side. I, I usually show love to everybody, but because before I started throwing parties, I went to everybody parties. I'm not like, I'm not going to party with you and I party with them. I would go to three clubs in one night and spend mm-hmm. money with everybody. So I'm good with just about everybody. Um, I think they know if they play me, I'm going to call South Memphis. What you say? <laughs> you going to call South Memphis. But you said something important. You say you take care of the business first. I take care of the business first. Um, most definitely. So in my parties, uh, you might look at my Instagram and you're like, oh, they're having a good time. Mm-hmm. I'm probably like the last person drunk. I'm going to mm-hmm. pass out shots and stuff like that. But at the end of the night, I'm still going to be alert um, with people walking out. Um, mm-hmm. Like, are you guys okay? Did you drink too much? Um, security, did you get paid? DJ, did you get paid? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever had an event where somebody has said, like, Nikki was messed up or wasted mm-hmm. or she talked to me crazy. Like, I'm just a professional mm-hmm. always. I know it's the entertainment business, so we don't do contracts and we don't do W-2s and I-9s. But cash, I still want to. Yeah, man. you know, it's cash. It's 1099 <laughs> if you work for me. Uh, but, yeah, I still try to keep it professional mm-hmm. and let you know you can come talk to me. Like, I, I don't I don't want to burn um, any bridges, and I feel like your name is an important thing. Mm-hmm. And so far, I don't have any stains on my name. I'm probably, like, the only promoter with no shoes, no fightings. They oh, party. Or whatever like that. So, so yeah, that's we're going to try to keep that good energy. I, I'm glad that you mentioned that because, you know, safety is a big issue, mm-hmm. um, especially in Memphis, mm-hmm. right? Um, what does that look like with nightlife right now as far as safety goes? Ooh, in the wake of the passing of, like, one of Memphis's favorite rappers, mm-hmm. it got really slow okay. for a minute. People were really scared uh, to go out. Um, so we really just had to get on there, like, hey, we got undercover Memphis police officers wow. on the lot. You have to take the extra precaution. Just the car on the lot makes mm-hmm. people feel better, especially ladies when it's dark and mm-hmm. uh, you had a lot of people like breaking in cars and stuff like that. So we just had to beef up on our security. If it's an extra expense that we have to pay and take the hit to ensure that people still come out and have a good time, mm-hmm. there's just something that we had to do. Wow. It's just something we got to do. Wow. Yes, definitely. Especially here. You know what I had when I was doing my research on you and on just trying to see if there were other women or how do women overall deal in nightlife? um, Looked up Memphis. uh, Where do black people party at? And there were certain clubs that came up, but it kind of looked like really dated to me when I Googled the information. Um, So when you have parties, uh, where do you, you know, spend your time? Okay. Because there's quite a few... You know, facilities here in the M. It's quite a few. I work at quite a few. But right now, I am blessed to be all under one brand. So um, you have Sibo the Dunn and you have the twins. They own the menu, they own status, and they own life. So right now, I'm under all the same umbrella. So it's like everything is in-house. But I have done uh, parties at Prohibition. Mm -hmm. Um, I've rented out Brickwood Hall. for sneaker ball, um, I've rented out Timeless Event Center in Perion. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on the vibe and the event and mm-hmm. what I'm trying to go for. Because I got Trap Gala coming up. Mm-hmm. So when is Trap Gala? Trap Gala is March 12th. It's it, on a Saturday. That's my birthday. <laughs> okay, so we got to get her boosted up for her birthday. Yes. So yes. we got Trap Gala coming up, and I rented out Timeless Event Center. So it always just depends on what the event is. Like I said, I try to get away from just what everybody else is doing and throw a couple of themed events mm-hmm. in there too. So let's. let's on Trap Gala for a minute because I saw that, you know, Trap Gala is described as a celebration of culture. Tell me, what is the vibe of Trap Gala? Oh my God, Trap Gala This was your idea. Yes, Trap Gala was my first party. That is my baby. Um, So me being in corporate America, Cynthia Daniels, she 
had her 40 under 40. And everybody saw the pictures, and they were going crazy. Like, why was I not invited? Why was I not invited? I'm like, oh, y'all kind of ain't got a job. That's <laughs> <laughs> why so you wouldn't know about it. So I'm like, how can I get these people to understand what a gala is and to stop throwing proms for adults? Mm. I had to kind of condition their mind. They, everybody was like, oh, we're going to throw a, a prom, a 10-year-later prom. I'm like, oh, no. No, that's just, not it's, what we're doing. It's just called a gala. It's just mm-hmm. called a gala. So it's kind of um, everybody dressed up in their Sunday's best, Sunday's finest. And we just, we, we going to look good, but we going to have fun to some trap music. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, we uh, got degrees and stuff like that. I mean, we like a little young guy and a little young Jeezy. So, <laughs> you know, we still going to do it like that and have fun at the same time. Okay, March 12th, my birthday. That, that sounds real good for my Pisces out there, <laughs> you know. Now, Nikki B, tell me about a place in Memphis that we might not know about. That's like maybe a hidden gem or somewhere you like to go that we may not know about that's, you know, a nice spot. Oh, my brother going to kill me for saying this. I'm not going to get y'all the address. I'm not going to get y'all the address. Uh, my brother it has a hookah lounge coming soon. It's called Exhale. Mm. It's a little low-key spot. It's a vibe. Okay. He's going to kill me for saying this. And if you want some good food, I actually like the genre. I love the, the twins. Genre. Uh-huh. They do a lot of uh, sound and production in the industry. Oh, it's right here downtown. L&B. L&B. Yeah, yeah, I know L&B. them. They're right across from 201 Poplar. Uh, I eat there probably like two or three times a week. So I love wow. the twins. They've been supporting me since yeah. back in the midday. So now every chance I get, I try to go over there. Definitely. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Nikki B., this is what I want you to tell the verbal effective audience um you know it may be women that want to do what you're doing because a lot of times you know let's just say the atmosphere of a club you're gonna need women up in there right right you're gonna need women up in there but like i said you're you're not the person that that is only just bringing the women in you counting the money at the end of the night right so you a boss Right. So if there are other young ladies that want to do what you're doing, what is your advice for them? Uh, You have to first have an idea, believe in your idea, and get around people that believe in your idea as much as you do. Um, I probably don't have the same uh, friend group that I started out with. And that's not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. Um, throwing parties, everybody want to get in for free, but then people, they, they don't want to repost your flyers. Like, mm-hmm. a post on Instagram is, like, so free. But I had to get around people that got my creative juices flowing that didn't leave me empty mm-hmm. when I left around. And so that's I, I got my friend that. Jeremy that I do uh, the fashion show mm-hmm. um, with Jeremy Allen. He's with me today. So I get around people like that. Shout other people out, Jeremy. <laughs> Shout out to Jeremy. <laughs> so I get around other people that yeah. got the same like-minded. And, like, as soon as we get together, it's just ideas. We talking about money. We talking about the next level. We talking about vacations. We're not talking about hating and mm. gossiping and what's on Instagram no more. Like, we really get into the money in the bag. We, like, in 10 years, we retiring. Parents ain't got to work no more. Kids. Mm. Sound College good. paid up. Like, it's just, we, get, we yeah. on the same goal. Find somebody that got the same goals as you. People okay. that got the same goals as you. Now, what does your support system look like Ooh. for a busy lady like yourself? Do you, do you have a boo? No boo. No boo. No boo. I'm looking. You looking? You looking online? I'm gonna let him find me. <laughs> I'm gonna let him find me. No online dating. I do read y'all DMs. She do read them. I do read y'all. I appreciate if y'all they gonna see things. <laughs> I appreciate if y'all just say y'all look twenty and come in the club and come see me. <laughs> but now, I, you know what? I was looking at your Instagram and I did see that you used to have a boo. Yeah. And he passed away. Can you talk to us about that? Oh yes. Um. My first love, he was the chicken king of Memphis. So he actually 
books. Um, I actually met him at one of Sean Gun parties. I met wow. him when I was 15. <laughs> I met him when I was 15 when I first started promoting. Um, and he just... Just life, just uh, being from Memphis and just life and the circumstances of Memphis, he just was never able to kind of like overcome them from going in the system at 18 and being institutionalized and then not having another chance when you get out Mm -hmm. to going back in and just never really getting a fair chance, like just Mm -hmm. lost his life to the streets. Um, I'm so sorry. It was was real hard. I was in Dallas, and I really just wanted to kind of, I ain't going to say give up, it motivated me to go as hard as I did this year. Mm-hmm. I had to make a big decision whether to stay in Dallas or come back to Memphis, and I was like, I'm going to make both work. Mm-hmm. And that was a big part of it. Um, and then just even in Memphis, I've lost about 50. i say since 2009, I probably lost about 50 friends. That's a lot. To gun violence. That's a lot. 50. Yeah, I can I can really, like, name off a list, but I don't want to start crying. Okay. Um, but I don't want to start crying. But, yeah, like, the gun violence in Memphis just the petty, senseless killings, like, people not making it to C-25, they not making it to 30. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, uh, really, the younger generation, I used to didn't want to believe rap music affects what we do. But, but you think it does? It kind of, it, it really does. Um, I feel like we push a more positive message, now they pushing fashion, and uh, little Baby is pushing, taking care of your kids is cool. Like, now you see mm-hmm. a wave of guys, like, taking care of their kids, so they worried about That's fashion, true. and getting their own business and stuff now. Mm-hmm. It's shifting, so I'm happy mm-hmm. to see the shift away from this. I, I hope we can just keep going. Yeah. Kind of like in a positive direction. Yeah. Well, I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, I know before we started the podcast, you said you're between both Dallas and Memphis. Yes. How you do that? I'm between Dallas and Memphis. So, um, at first I started off with one party. I just started off with Prohibition on Saturday. So, I would just fly in one day a week and then go back home. But now I'm here Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. So, I fly in Thursday morning. Well, I fly in Thursday evening about 2. I make it to my party about 8. We'll turn up the whole night. Friday, I'll probably sleep the whole day. You got that uh, energy, honey. <laughs> Saturday, we're going to get up. We're going to brunch. We're going to have some fun. We're going to go to the mall and get our fit. So we cute for status that mm-hmm. night. Sunday, we're going to go to brunch. Sunday, mm-hmm. fun day a little bit. We probably got a loving weekend before we hit the main event at light that night. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, somebody in the car with me at 4 o'clock in the morning taking me to DC Queen. <laughs> we're going straight to the airport. <laughs> We're going straight to the airport for a 6 o'clock flight back wow. to Dallas. Busy lady, busy lady. Um, I see that you're balancing it very well, though. I try. You got a big smile on I your try. face. <laughs> and I can feel your energy, too. I'm trying. I could definitely feel your energy. Well, at this point in the podcast, we're going to transition to Esco's Pop Talk, okay. where we'll discuss a few trending topics that's going out here with these celebs. Rihanna Ooh. is pregnant. Up, it's your girl, they have been trying to make Riri pregnant. Okay, I would rather have an album than a baby. Nah, I'm happy for Rihanna. I'm so happy for Rihanna. But I wish people supported their friends and reposted their friends as much as they post their pregnancy. We all be somewhere if they did that. Just find a little Kiki out there. Kiki. <laughs> I'm excited for Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. Um, another big thing that's out in the media right now, um, I kind of talked with you about this before we got started, is this Netflix show. That's uh, It's a documentary. It's called Tinder Swindler. It's about this guy in Europe. His name is Shaman Hyatt. And he manipulated like a whole group of women 
online, online dating them. He met them on Tinder, right? And he actually would get with these women, show off his lavish lifestyle, but it was all a manipulation to get their money. So Mm. at this point, he's been blocked on these social media platforms from, you know, pursuing women Mm. like he was doing. But at the same time, the women want their money back. We're talking about upwards of maybe 200K or more. This man got it from the women. Let's talk about that for a second, this online dating life. What is it looking like, Nikki B? What's the little she meme? She reads our deals, What's though. What's the meme when a guy, he be like, got him. <laughs> got him. Got him. He got them. Oh, my God. I could never. I would never. We've seen catfish. Mm-hmm. We old enough. Uh, if you want to meet somebody, just come to one of my parties. Mm-hmm. It be some nice guys. It be some nice looking guys. They, they got a little money. They popping bottles. Bottles ain't cheap in the club. They paying about 400 a bottle in the club, ladies. So, Dang. yeah, bottles ain't cheap on top of paying to get in. So, But uh, that's crazy. That's did, crazy did as they hell. Let them, did they let him get away with it? Yes, he did no jail time or anything. Does not have to pay them back or anything. He shouldn't have to. I'm sorry. Because what you say, they crazy for they, giving it to him. Yeah, I'm not that desperate for I, <laughs> I ain't never been that desperate for love. But I come from a strong black woman who kind of pretty much like, with or without a man, mm-hmm. we going to get it done. So What's your mom think I'm about I'm going to keep my 200000 Look, I'm glad, you brought, you. <laughs> I'm glad you brought your mom up. What does she think about you in this nightlife world? Oh, my mama love her baby. I can do no wrong. Uh... My mama love her baby. Um, if you've mm-hmm. been to any of my parties, you probably see my mama working at the door. Okay. I don't trust that many people with my money. Look, I don't blame you. <laughs> but everybody, but you know what? That's probably a part of what keeps my party safe, too. Um, you see somebody, mama at the door, you're not finna be too quick to try to cuss somebody out or want to shoot. You see mm-hmm. elderly people. So that is the good part about my parties. Um, a lot of my family members come, so it's a mix of older and younger. Then you got Brownlee, so those people. So it's a mix of people. But my mama, she love it. She ready for me mm-hmm. to really blow up, so she ain't got to mm-hmm. work no <laughs> And see, and see, you are, you know, planting seeds in the Memphis community. Um, why Memphis? Why are you staying in Memphis? Because I made it from out of South Memphis. Like, literally, everybody used to tell my mama, why you let her go to the skate ring? Why you let her go to the club? She's going to be pregnant. She's going to be this. She's going to be that. I'm literally 30 years old. I own my car, getting ready to buy a house. I got a degree, no kids. I'm on vacation every other week, been out the country. Like, you can really do it. I want other girls from Memphis, especially South Memphis, to know you can do it. You don't Mm -hmm. have to have a lot of money. Um, You don't have to succumb to, you know, everything around you, parents, family members being drug dealers. Mm -hmm. Like, your situation is going to be what you make it. You can want better, and you can get better. Just got to keep your mind to it. Oh, Nikki B. Wow. I am loving this conversation. Um, I'm so glad that you joined me today on the Verbally Effective Podcast. I want you to let everybody know what you got coming up. I know you and I will be working together on this upcoming Saturday for the Galentine event. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to you doing your thing on the mic. Yes. I'm really excited about this. So tell us what you got coming up. Okay, so first up this Saturday, which is February the 12th, we got the Galentine's Day brunch. It's going to be hosted by Tori. Then we got mm-hmm. Ina, we got DJ Alpha Whiskey, and mm-hmm. a whole lot of other Black Girl mm-hmm. Magic on this cast. Uh, today, actually, it's $40. I hope you guys don't see this too late. Yeah. The tickets are $40 flash sale. You get brunch <laughs> and two mimosas uh, with that one. So that's a deal you don't want to be every Thursday. We at Menu for karaoke. Uh, karaoke Thursdays is just a vibe after work, come as you are type deal. Saturdays, we're going to put that shit on. 
Mm-hmm. And Sundays, we're going to put it on us. So Saturdays, <laughs> we in status from 10 to 2. And then Sundays, we in Life Lounge on Mount Mariah from 10 to 2. And I got a whole bunch of stuff coming up. So y'all follow me on Instagram, Uwe Nikki B, Twitter, Uwe Nikki B, and Facebook, Uwe Nikki B. Do not be reporting my page. Okay. Don't be reporting her page. They be trying it. They, they trying to get my page. Hey, I'm at 20K. I need them people. Wow, that's a lot, 20K. And Insta- I was at 30. Instagram deleted 10, but hopefully it was just on spam pages. I'm hoping it was just a spam page. Okay. Those little porn pages. So wow. Oh my! Well, thank you so much, Wee Nikki B, me. for coming on the podcast. You know, I see a lot of potential for you in this nightlife world, thank and even you. beyond that, mm-hmm. even beyond that, because the possibilities are really mm-hmm. endless here in Memphis. You know, we talk about the crime, uh, we talk about what we don't have, but to me, that just means there's a lot of opportunity here, yes. right? This most definitely what it means. This yes, definitely what it means. yes. So I'm excited about that. Thank you once again, Nikki B, for joining me on the podcast today. You were amazing. And thank you guys for joining us yet again for the Verbally Effective Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on all platforms, Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio. And don't forget to check out Emil Segui Jr. with Exact Text Prep. Text Prep, his number, his number, look, let me find his number again. His number is 901 752 9152. I'll see you guys next week for another edition of the Verbally Effective Podcast.